Welcome to the Get More Success Show. He's a guy who never measured a man's success by the size of his wife. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! It's showtime. 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 It's showtime. Showtime! And now, here is your host, Warwick Merry. Welcome back to another episode of the Get More Success Show. I'm your host, Warwick Mary. Today, I'm excited to have on the show Leandra Brady-Walker. Leandra, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Absolute pleasure. Let's start where everyone always wants to know the answer to this question is, how do you define success? Well, it's a funny question because if you'd asked me the question sort of like, what, um, say five years ago, I would have given a completely different answer. But now what I define success is um, at the end of the day, when I go to bed, I haven't yelled at my kids. I haven't cried. No one's cried. Um, you know, the house is tidy-ish, um, not disgustingly dirty. The dogs are fed. Everyone's content. That's it. That's an excellent That's definition. That's literally it. <laughs> So, so, so no crying, everyone's looked no after crying. and there's contentment. <laughs> yes. And I love that comment you made about the house. I've often believed that a house has to be clean enough to be healthy but dirty enough to be happy. Well, that's it. Like, I mean, you don't have to I've, – I've noticed that you don't have to have a completely spotless house. I, it's just about the fact that, like, you know, it's my, my house isn't caked in dirt but it's not – it's not spotless like there's always toys like there's always unfolded laundry um and funnily enough the other day i um i did a facebook live video showing everyone what my house looks like and all the laundry and all the toys and the reason is is because i went to a friend's place um for a play date and because our kids are friends and i got there and her house was a mess like not dirty but a mess like you know dishes were still out from you know lunch and you know toys everywhere and I breathe this huge sigh of relief because I'm like, you know what? This is exactly what my house looks like too. And I, I'm about to, I'm about to write an article which is like, dear friend, thank you for not cleaning your house for me. Because I think, I think this is it. Like nobody lives, well, not many people live in like a better homes and gardens esque house. Like we all have mess around us. And I think, you know, as soon as we realise that everyone else is in the same boat and everyone else is normal like us, it's a it's liberating. It makes you feel a whole lot better about yourself. So how much do you think that 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 you may have suffered in the past for this? Um, I mean, comparing competing is, is one idea, but the idea of like everything's got to be right like this. House has to be tidy. The business has to be profitable. Things have always got to look good. Sort of almost this Facebook kind of perfect life. How much How much have you suffered from that, do you think, in the past? In the past, a lot, because um, so I, I like to call myself a recovering hyperstriver. So I, I had this. Um, actually, you know Talia um, as well. I do. Yeah, so she was on my podcast and she was talking about this thing called hyperstriving, which as it turns out is what I am. So it's this type of person who is constantly doing things and constantly striving and constantly busy, but when they actually achieve something, it just means nothing, okay? And it hasn't – and it's because, you know, we don't actually step back and go, well, why am I doing this? And so I realized that – so, you know, like five years ago, like I had a really successful business. Um, I didn't have any kids. I was writing books. I was like, you know, I had a perfect house. I was this like amazing like, you know, corporate person. And my best friend always says like, 2000 and like 2011 Leandra is like looking at me and she's laughing and she like just wants to slap me in the face because I'm this like stay at home mum, which was like 
my like idea of hell. But as it turns out, it actually makes me really happy now. So what I was doing before, which was this like kick-ass like you know corporate woman, and you know we had it. We I, like we won a Telstra Business Award. Like we started our business from nothing. Like we was doing really really well, but it just wasn't making me happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, yeah, like I, it was because I'd never really stopped to think about why I was doing things. Like, you know, I'd compare myself to like the Sarah Wilsons of the world and the, you know, the Lola Berries. And I was like, well, why aren't I them? And why aren't I doing this? And when I actually look at it, I actually don't want that. Like, I don't want to be famous. I don't want to have my life all over social media. Like, I don't want to be striving and doing and pushing. And I went, I went and spoke in Sydney last year. And I was so excited because it was like my first big speaking gig and I was away from the family and the kids. And like the, the gig was fine and everything. But when I got back to my hotel room, and I was like so excited because I was like, oh my God, I get to sleep on my own. Like I two nights on my own. And I was really sad. Mm. I was just like sitting around going, this isn't actually what I want. Like I actually don't want to be on the road. I actually don't want to be away from my kids. And, you know, like – Half an hour every week in the bathtub on my own is great and going to the toilet on my own is amazing and having a hot cup of coffee is also great Um, and those things I really, really miss. But like, you know, being away from them and, 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 you know, being on the road and speaking and stuff, when I thought I wanted that, I actually don't. I actually am quite extroverted. I really like to be with people to rejuvenate and... Yep. Yeah. It was very interesting in your definition, uh, one of the key words you said was this contentment. You didn't talk about success as a business person, sales and money and da-da-da-da-da. It was about, okay, I've, essentially it sounded like the basics of the day are done. Everyone's fed, I'm not in tears, the dog's okay, the kids are okay, my partner's okay and I have a feeling of contentment. So what is it and obviously you know from what you've just said you know it's this gallivanting around the place and getting this adoration on stage and then being all alone in your hotel room isn't giving you the contentment you thought it might so what is it that gives you that contentment now it's a really good question we always ask that we always ask the good questions here on the great great question i'm not even really sure because it's funny because like you know, I always thought having lots of money and having lots of sales would like really make me feel successful and really feel good. Um, and when we were doing all of that, you know, we had like a, a really profitable business or selling lots of books and, you know, like it was great. Like I loved it. But I mean, now I would say that we have much less money than when we used to, but I'm much, much happier. Mm-hmm. And I think I think I've decided now that, you know, I have to find what actually makes me happy instead of what should make me happy. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, I'm, I, I would consider myself a feminist and I'd consider myself, you know, wanting to push females forward. And I sometimes think to myself, am I doing that by, like, staying at home and being a mum and, you know, just cooking and baking and doing things. And then I realized that feminism is about choice and that, you know, being successful and being a successful person in life is about choice. And, you know, even in school, they, you know, they talk about what career you're going to do, like what you're going to study, what you're going to, like about what you're going to be instead of who you want to be. So, you know, when you actually step back, it's really scary, actually. I took a year off last year and I took a year off from being – I'm a chiropractor by trade and, um, you know, I write, I write books and I speak. Um, and I took a year off from all of that um, and I pretty much was just a mum. And it's pretty scary to sit down and sort of go, well, if I'm not a chiropractor, I'm not an author, um, you know, I'm not a business winner, I'm not a speaker, like what am I? 
And then when you realize that you don't have to be anything, you just have to be you and you have to be who you are, not what, that's that's important. And I think I'm more me than I've ever have been before. Fantastic. Um, I'm that makes in- sense? I'm interested in the term that you said, just a mum. Uh, is was that a um, unconscious use of that term? It is. It really is because I'm not. Because that, that's yes, that's that's old Leandra speaking about <laughs> being just a mum. Because when I realised that before I was a mum, like being just a mum was possibly like the scariest thing I could ever think. Because I thought I would never be achieving anything and I'd never be doing anything worthwhile. But it's really interesting that I think a lot of us chase all of that stuff because we feel like we need to be something, like we need to have more than just be with kids. Mm. And then like it's all right to just be with kids. And it's not forever. That's the other thing I've just realised. Like it's not forever. And being just a mum is actually busier than I've ever been before. And in many ways uh, being a parent is probably one of the highest responsibilities that you'll ever have. It's pretty scary. Yeah, I'm. I'm not a parent. I don't believe I'm qualified. Um, <laughs> I, I barely, barely rate as a dog owner, let alone as a parent. Uh, but consequently, not having any kids, I know all about how to raise them. So if you need any help, just ask me. And Thank I'll tell you. you what yes, to do. it was much easier when they were hypothetical. I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. And it's a bit like, you know, back in the old Leandra when you were in that corporate days and running around and high heel power skirts, blah, 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 here we go. And in that, like, oh, they're just a mum. They're just having cafe. They're not working hard. They're not. And then to realise that, because it's, and as you say, it's only for a short period of time. But nowadays, kids, just so you know, again, sharing my vast experience, kids don't leave home till they're 30. (laughs) Just put it out there for you. And it's even like when, how old I am and, now. And then when they do leave home, they keep coming back. So just keep that in mind. I'll just put that out there for you. Oh, yeah, I know. Like it's it, it's funny. I left, I left home when I was 21 and that was, you know, still fairly late on in life. But, um, yeah, they say that kids are going to be around a lot longer. And that's it. Like, I mean, now as, as I've gotten older and now that I'm in my 30s, I kind of realise that – like my mum has got a different, a very different role for me now. Mm-hmm. Like she's still, like she doesn't, you know, she doesn't have to you know, cook for me and clean for me and do my washing and put things away and stuff. But it's a very much more supportive role. Mm-hmm. And I've realised that being a parent, like it never ends and it just changes. So, you know, it's now she's, like she, she comes for like five weeks and stays with us and, you know, she works and stays. But it's really interesting because she, I mean, once upon a time she told me I was a bad mum. And this, like when she came this time, like she was really, it was really interesting. And she was like, wow, like it's really interesting watching you and what you do. And, you know, so, yeah, it's. So it sounds like you've gone through this really amazing transition from this corporate, you know, here I am, power woman, feminist, yeah, to now, quote, just a mum, which we agree, no no hate male peoples. We know that's an important thing being a parent. But in that process, your perspective on success and what counts for you has really shifted. So my question is, what do you know now that you wish you'd known a lot earlier? Kind of nothing. Like, I mean, I know now what I know which is right for me at this point in time. So back then, I don't wish I knew anything else because, you know, I thought I knew 
what I knew and what I did was right for me at that time. Mm-hmm. So like I still believe that life is an evolution and we're always learning and we're always changing and like me in 10 years will probably not be the me now and I'll probably be like, oh, goodness, like 2017 Leandro, she had no idea. But, you know, and and looking back at me then, like I loved like my life then and even though I was never, like I never felt content, I feel content now. Mm -hmm. So now I've worked out what contentment is. And it took all of that sort of going through the motions of, you know, having to be all these other things and try all these other things out and play with, you know, what I felt was right, what I thought was right at the time to actually get to now. So yeah, I've come to this very Zen like place where I'm like, I never, I'm really grateful and really happy for stuff that's happened because Mm -hmm. it's made me who I am. Great. So what were some of the lessons that you've learned that you can share with the listeners so that they don't have to go through that pain? Um, so to sort of give them a head start, what were some of the, the key realizations you've had that have helped you ha- have this perspective that you now have? I think number one would be that really sitting alone with your thoughts and stopping, like stopping doing stuff and stopping being busy because lots of us want to be busy because we think that that equals success and it equals like, you know, being everything for everyone else, you know, and we're like, oh, we should be doing this and like, you know, should do that and that that should lead to this. And so stop doing all of that and actually sit back and start listening to like your inner voice and start listening to what is it that I really want to do and like if you want to give up your corporate career and like go raise sheep somewhere in New Zealand like well that's you know you 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 know try and make that happen but I think not being scared of the listening to the voice that comes back at you is pretty so stop shooting on yourself yeah, don't should. No shoulds. <laughs> we like like could. I should say this. So could is better because could shows you have choice and then you get to that's, decide what you're doing. That's true. I mean, I still do it. I still say, oh, I shouldn't say that. Oh, I should do this. And like mm-hmm. that. And the amount of people who pull me up on it and go, yes, but why? And who <laughs> says that? I'm like, oh. So, yes, I, I have my own podcast and like I have a lot of people who pull me up on these things too. Yeah, that's what they're there for. They're f- very friendly helping you go, oh, you know what you said? You should practice that yourself. Um, <laughs> so, uh, okay, so you've looking, you're running podcasts, you're writing some books. Are you still chiropracting? I'm not at the moment. Right. Um, my youngest is 14 months old, so okay. she kind of needs me a little bit more. But not to say that I never will. It's just that right now it doesn't fit in my life. My my husband's at work full time, so yep. yeah. Okay. So what's what's in the future for Leandra? What does you know the 2018 29 Leandra look like? Oh, I wish I knew. Um, <laughs> I don't know. At the moment, I'm I've I've got my podcast, The F Words, and I just am like exploring a lot of topics and having a lot of self growth there, and talking about having conversations that people don't normally have. Um, and that's that's opening up a few like interesting things for me. And I'm like just writing a few articles. I'm working on, I'm working on my third book, um, which is kind of about this evolution. The first book was like transitioning from party girl to like being you know into my health and then the second one was about cooking and being like this mom and then the third one is going to be transitioning from being this corporate woman to like this earth mother kind of and what that does to your head and things so I'm writing that book at the moment and yeah I'll probably go back to chiropractic eventually but just I'm sort of making myself a little bit more of a priority these days and you know I'm, I've gone back to exercise and I've kind of I'm making sure that I'm having lots of time with my family and my friends and things that I never did when I was busy doing so right. I was always I never had well I had friends I just never spent any time with them so uh, so when you were busy doing back the corporate um, high-heeled Leandra 
What were some of the challenges that you faced then um, that you no longer face? I always felt like I never had enough time. Mm -hmm. Like no matter how much – it's funny, I'm busier now than I ever have been, but I feel like I've got more time because I've stopped going, right, as I'm doing something, I don't go, right, what have I got to do after this? I just do my tasks and then I get on with it. Um, And I also feel that now I don't don't feel so isolated. I used to feel very alone. Like I used to feel like I was in all of this on my own and it was because I never connected with people. Like I'm a chiropractor, so I speak to people, I touch people on a daily basis – but I never really connected with people. Like I didn't go out with my friends and just sit down with a glass of wine and go, oh my goodness, this is what my day is happening. Like, and I worked with my husband, so it was just us like all the time. And so it's very isolating and you can be, you can find yourself very alone and, and like networking events were never the same because, you know, you'd go and you'd be like, right, how am I going to get business from this? Like I never, I never enjoyed anything. So like all, like all, you know, we used to go to a lot of Telstra awards, a lot of art openings, like again, like it was like I'd made it because like I, you know, every every second week I had like some fabulous gala to go to and, you know, some fabulous thing. But every single time it was like, well, what do I get from this? What is my X, Y, and Z? Like what is the return on investment for this? And how many business cards did I get? And how many connections did I make? And, you know, how much money will this, you know, will that, that price that ticket now be you know, um, justified? Mm. And I don't do that anymore. Like I just go and I just enjoy something and I actually, you know, meet people and connect with them and talk with them and listen to them and like, you know, look in their eyes and say, well, what's really going on with you? And and I feel that that's so much better than <laughs> all the like, all the fancy galas I ever used to go to. So what do your friends say? Like obviously your friends who you've had over a long period will know the difference between the 2011 Leandra and the 2017 Leandra. What sort of comments are they making to you about be it your attitude, your approach, your intensity? I'm not sure. I haven't. Well, my well, my wardrobe's definitely different. I don't dress so power dressy anymore. Um, I, I bought a pair of jeans the other day. I wear I wear like sneakers, like. Um, but otherwise, it's funny because all my relationships have gotten better as well. Mm. Like. You know, it's interesting speaking to these, you know, to these friends I've had for ages. And even though our conversations are a lot more heated because, like, you know, we'll talk about things like feminism and we'll talk about, like, you know, like, you know, gender inequalities and, like, really, like, big topics, like, our conversations are better because, you know, I'm in a much happier spot and I find that our conversations are deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think they just say that I'm a lot, I'm a lot more relaxed, like, and, you know, all the things like all the stuff I used to experience, like heart palpitations and anxiety and like, you know, laying awake at night worrying about stuff. I just don't do that anymore. So I think I'm just overall a happier kind of better to get along with person. Fantastic. So what are your current drivers? Obviously, back then your drivers were, you know, make money in the business and win awards and da, 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 da. What, what is it now? You know, if your idea of success is feeding everybody, making sure the house is tidy-ish and that you're feeling a sense of contentment, what, what's your driver? Good question. (laughs) I always say I want to leave each interaction I have with somebody making them feel better. So my driver is that I just, I, I like, I like having interesting conversations and I like making people think about things. So each interaction I have with someone, I just want to make them feel good and make them think a little bit. So that's all 
I that's all I'm aiming to do most of the time. So same with my my children. I mean, one of them's 14 months, so again, language barrier. But with my four-year-old, like I really I want to connect with her. I want to hear what she's saying, and I want to help her think and make her feel good about herself. And that's pretty much it. Fantastic. Hey, Leandra, thank you so much for your time today. It's been great chatting with you. If people want to get in touch with you, find out more about you, what's the best way to do that? I hang out a lot on Instagram. I take a lot of food photos um, and I'm Cosmo Hippie on there. And I'm also on Facebook at The Cosmopolitan Hippie. And you can listen to my podcast, which is the F Words, if you really liked the sound of my voice. (laughs) Fantastic. Leandra, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. You've been listening to another episode of the Get More Success Show. We look forward to your company again next time. Thanks for listening to the Get More Success Show with Warwick Merry. Continue the conversation with other successful people over at getmoresuccess.com. That's where you'll find all the show notes as well as a link to our Facebook group that we'd love for you to join. Getmoresuccess.com is also where you'll find all the information you need to connect with me, your host, Warwick Merry. Thanks for listening, and we hope you can get more success.